0: Kia ora and welcome back to Kati Bat Z. I'm PJ Campbell and um, joining me as usual is Mr. Dion Ratahi. Kia ora bro. Kia ora bro. What's up, man? How you been? Yeah, good. Yeah, loving yeah. level three.
1: Not. Not loving
0: it. Oh, and w- <laughs> well, welcome to level uh, level three uh, Waikato too. Welcome back. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for joining the four ball. We've
1: got a three ball now. Uh, Waikato rags yep. and orcs. Just one more four ball.
0: Alright, um, our next guest um, needs no introduction really uh, She won the Volvic World Long Drive Championship titles in 2006, 2016 and 2018 um, She holds a female world record for the longest ball in World Long Drive Women's Competition We'll get to that later um, She also got a massive shout out in the 2021 Queen's Birthday Honours And was appointed a member of the New Zealand Order of Merit For services to sport, particularly golf Phyllis Smithy. kia, ora kia ora Yeah. Thanks for um <laughs> thanks for joining us on Caddy Batch, sis.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. Nah, nah, it's cool it's... to be able to uh, share the story.
0: Nah mean. Um it's COVID. What have you been up to? What have you been able to do? What can you do anything?
2: Well, uh, in twenty nineteen at the end of the year I came home for Christmas to yep. visit my family. And um decided to stay for the summer, got into Wakama and all things summer that Kiwis do. Yep. And I was getting ready to go back to the United States in March and New Zealand went into lockdown level four. <laughs> and so uh during that time of going into lockdown level four, um the golf channel had basically canned or cancelled our season. Yep. Um mm. and you know, so no competing in 2020. But it gave me a good opportunity to reflect on a few things and hopefully try to uh, not make an impact, but do things a little bit differently yep. here, um, in the golfing industry here. Yep. And, um, you know, make use of myself here while I have a platform.
1: Yeah. Mean, mean. And so, so we'll COVID, get to that too. COVID kind of opened up that decision making a little bit early for you. Or because was this always something uh, that you were going to apply to your journey? To, to this is something this that I wanted bit? to do. Yeah.
2: Maybe not in um this order, but um this yeah. is definitely something that I wanted to do, go back into New Zealand New Zealand golf yep. industry. Yep. Uh, whatever it was, work at a golf club, um, just get a bit more insight. Ultimately what I want to do later on down the track is uh focus on golfing operations. Yep. Um we get that, yeah. Yeah, golf is my passion. Um I love facilitating the game. Yep. Um for everybody, including our own, mean. and um, nice. you know, I just took this opportunity to uh, further up skill with the PGA of New Zealand. Yep, understand the industry from that perspective, and you know, here we are, <laughs> about a year and a half later, um, going into a, you know, eighteen month study period.
0: Yep. Um, wow. So, and and by you're, you're talking about joining the PGA traineeship. Correct?
2: Correct. Yep. Yes. And um, I am how a many ha- student.
0: Yeah. Um, so is, are you in your second year now or?
2: Yeah, I've just completed like my first whole year. Yep. I joined the PGA in August. Thankfully, they took me in um, as nice. a mid-year intake. Nice. And um, yeah, I've gone a full year around the circle with the PGA, yep. being a member and working at the Gulf Warehouse in Ellisee
0: mean and you're coaching out of the golf warehouse or is that just a position for you to hold while you do the traineeship
2: I am coaching out of the golf warehouse in yep. as well um, I also so I work part time at uh, the golf warehouse in LZ and I also work part time at Boom Golf Um mm, nice. the cool thing about both of them is that I've never worked in golf retail and yep. I've never worked in club fitting um, so I think looking back it's helped me recognise its place, both places both of them, yep. their places in the industry, but also um just the amount of time and respect it deserves. Yep. You know, club fitting is is an art of its own and golf retail is an art for of sure. its own. Sure. Yes. And um, being able to kinda delve in um and get my feet wet with both of them is yep. quite for me it's quite a privilege um and then the coaching on top of that is just the icing on top which helps i love helping people again i love coaching i love sharing the game so this gives me an opportunity to do so
1: so so like being more involved with the club fitting side of it and standing on the tee on a grid and just sending some monsters out there like has it given you a major uh, appreciation for what they have to do to obviously put the gear together for us
2: uh, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, it gives me a huge respect for um, the guys who build my golf clubs and I've got, yep. thankfully, I've got a team down here in New Zealand and exactly. I've got a team in America that helped me out with that. And,
3: mean.
2: you know, for me, I understand, okay, this is what I need. This is what I want. This is the kind of weight that I'm looking for. Yep. Wow. Um, and I took those things for granted, you know, being a customer, yep. if you like. Yep. Um, but now understanding General population club fitting, um, and understanding what other people need, or understanding what's required to find out what other people need. Yep. Uh, I have a newfound respect for too. Yep. Uh, what I like about it though is it it allows me to kind of relate myself back to the person. So I'm like, well, this person swings it this quick. Yep. It's actually pretty close to where I am, so I can put something similar their body's a bit different, okay, let's go a little bit lighter or let's go a little bit heavier, or their tempo's this, that, and the other. So now I've been able to piece the puzzle pieces together a little bit easier. So now I've become a little bit more efficient. But at the beginning, wow, I had no idea.
0: (laughs) Um, What, so going into, we'll stick with club fitting for now, Um, were you an advocate for getting people fitted? before you moved into the club fitting game or were you a little little bit like oh just get whatever you want to start with and then go from there if you know what I mean because people are a little Um, bit there are there are people who are like yeah club fitting is the way to go and there's some that are like nah don't worry about club fitting what's what's your view on club fitting
2: I've seen it work like on an elite level yeah um Mm -hmm where, you know, people are strictly club fitting, yeah. but then there are also people that are like, well, I don't mind, I can make this work. Mm. And they're re- very good players. So um, to me, if the option's there, I strongly recommend club fitting. It's nothing like running a marathon yeah. with shoes that don't fit, Yeah. you know? And True. golf is a marathon, it's a yeah. game of marathon. So why would you wanna cause yourself more error yeah. if you don't have to? Yeah. In saying that too, you know, Humans have the ability to adjust. Yeah. So, you know, if you have to buy a set of golf clubs off the rack, then at least get like the right length. Yeah. And the right lofts or lies. So then, you know, at least it gives you half of a chance yeah. to play a good round of golf. At
0: least they're working with you rather than against you constantly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nah, nice. Um, I just want to touch on the coaching that you do at um, the golf warehouse. What's your strategy to get clients like are you one of those ones that walk up and down the range and go i could help you i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> give you a little something and then i want you to come back to me for more tips like do you have a strategy on how you get clients what how does it work for you
2: um at the golf warehouse we have three three golf warehouse employee coaches yep um at alice and then there are two independents and then there's i golf on the other yep. side right so um i don't have that much of a strategy i've been extremely lucky to um use my platform to help you know um i guess market myself um but because we've been so busy and a lot of people want to learn how to play the game Mm. um i realized really early it's kind of in conversation you know how did how was your range session you know how did you go and that's kind of a strategy that we are given uh by reese Bishop. Yep. Uh, you see it's a lot of your a lot of your lessons come from conversations that you have how was it how did it go because yep. the conversation then leads into either coaching or club fitting yep. and selling stock yeah and that's yep. you know that's that's our goal in retail so um, yeah I haven't really had to but I guess I would need to if I you know and I would if yep. I had to uh, walk up and down the range how's it going how's your practice going yep. is there anything I can do to help
0: No, I mean, I think there's um,
1: probably got to be so many people in those bays that need more help than that actually uh, come out to us and go, oh, you know, because it can be quite daunting, right? You you know, to go up to somebody, even when you know that things aren't good. So, I mean, man, it must be so hard when you know that you've got to apply uh, some information around them as maybe a golfer slash student, then their, their product, and then trying to apply that fitting process, which equals a sale. Like it, mm. it must be pretty challenging when you've got everything available to you at, at, at um, Ellerslie, right?
2: Yeah. This is a cool thing. I think about, um, being involved with the PGA and the modules that we get, there's a lot of learning and there's so much mentoring that risk can do without, you know, um, without spending too much time with each trainee. But um, the cool thing is we get to study and learn how to put it all together, where club fitting helps coaching, which helps back to club fitting, and then which helps with retail, right? So um, being able to learn how the circle works and being able to apply it to different customers or different students, you know, eventually your students are going to need golf balls, tees, gloves, new grips, new shoes. Um, and if you can hold on to them for that long, um, you know, y- you're going to have like a customer for life. Mm, so yeah. that, yeah, it's a really good thing. And as you guys know, um, you know, new to golf is a niche that thoroughly needs help with fulfilling. Yeah. And so, you know, that we get a lot of newbie golfers come through the driving range. I've smacked a few golf balls, but I've kind of gotten to a point where I need more help can you help Mm. me? And thankfully right now where my passion lies, that works alongside new to golf with adults. So, Mm. um, yeah, it's killing two birds with one One stone stone. at the moment for me.
0: Nice. Nice. Mm. Um, I just want to get into traineeship. Um, for a lot of our listeners, they, uh, they know that we've put our name forward for, uh, next year's intake. Um, hopefully we find out in the next few (laughs) months hopefully. Um, this is going to be
1: like episode three or four that we've mentioned it too, man, so come yeah, on. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Um, so if we don't get in,
0: man, we're, we're going to have a bummed out episode. Yeah. Um, what? to that episode. <laughs> um, what, but what is involved with the traineeship? Like you've done your first year, you're into your second year. What is involved with the traineeship just for our listeners? Yeah.
2: Um, so the cool thing about the traineeship is that you can do all your module, like learning modules online. Um, you're not stuck to like one folder, one book, um, and you can do it basically anywhere in the country or wherever you are around the world uh, to learn and complete your online assignments. Um, what it is, is it's basically um, like practical learning. You're learning on the job and you're not just learning um, you're learning like with your modules, but you're also learning from your mentors and from your colleagues. So, with that being said, they are able to help you become a more, I guess, worldly teaching professional or a yep. more worldly yeah. golf professional. Yep. Absolutely.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and you know, multiple conversations with the PGAs, you know, we touch on everything so that you've at least had like dipped your finger in the pie. Yeah. So it, it covers club fitting, it covers retail, it covers preferences. It covers, uh, marketing, business management, research, all of the facets that are required for you to be a fully run or an own business. Yeah. Um, Now, where yeah. you choose to specialize is totally up to you, but that's something that comes in after the traineeship. Yeah. The one thing that I've noticed though, is like with the traineeship. So for someone like me, um, like in my thirties seeing a couple of things in the industry come back and now I know what I want to focus on. There isn't that, um, specialization until after you finish your traineeship. So if there's, if, if, if anything, and this is a qualification, you know, I'd look at having particular streams that go down a club fitting, um, pathway yep. a retail pathway management pathway so on and so forth yep. so then you get specialization specialty and when you come out of your um out of your qualification or yep. out of your traineeship you know you go in as a club fitter you go on as a club teacher yep. or what have you
0: no I mean and you said you, you you want to go down the pathway of being in operations has has anything yes. popped up that has kind of swayed you in another direction at all or are you still kind of set on on being like a golf operations
2: um i really enjoy running events means um i love events i love bringing people together yep. and i love running things um like I'm Islander and I run on Island time, but when it comes to like running events and stuff like that, I love running events and making sure that they run on time yeah. and they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I love long drive events. I love corporate events. I love seeing new people, meeting new people. And I love just seeing the enjoyment on their face yeah. um, due to the labor of my work. So mm. um, yeah, events, but I, I think events operations covers events where you can, Yeah. yeah. um, you know, all everyday running, daily operations of the golf
0: club, club, yep,
2: including the events and all of the other cool social things that come
1: with it.
0: All right. Because um, you,
1: you, you, just on that, you, you had a little bit of a stint in a club that I actually enjoyed playing quite a lot when I first came back into the country. Um, so you've had a bit of a taste of the operations side of it, haven't you? So you, you kind of know what the demands are, what's required. And I, I, I like, I like the fact that you're still chasing that because it is fun. We're both in ops, but yeah. So
2: yeah it's good to see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have worked in operations at a couple of golf clubs. Um, and I think the one thing that I really enjoy doing is, you know, creating relationships with your members. Yep. Um. And, th- and they're not just members they don't they're not just members when they've been members there for a long time right they end up becoming yep. friends um so i yeah i really enjoy creating new relationships and creating friendships and eventually really the club becomes a family and yep. when you have family people stay together yeah when they stay together then the business thrives yep. so it, mm-hmm. yeah
0: so yeah not hard so that was that was grange and Oh, aviation, aviation. yeah, and then I went to. They Manga had the Kier best Kier. pies. They had the best pies. Man, <laughs> I love the pies at Aviation.
2: Shout out to Bo, man, it was so Shout good. Out to Bo,
0: <laughs> I actually won some I pies off him.
2: Pies.
0: I won some pies off him on the Instagram page the other day. That was oh, me. Awesome. <laughs> um, oh.
2: Yeah, and then I went to Royal Auckland after um aviation. Yeah, but I did about six weeks at Care.
0: Oh, yep. Mean.
2: Yeah, mean. yeah, it's good fun.
0: All right, um, I want to move into um, In what I talked about in your intro there. Long drive. What? What got you into long drive? Or who got you into long drive? Um,
2: my mum got me into the ga- into long drive. Yeah, she entered me into the competitions, but. Um, I'm a six foot. I'm six foot tall, yep. just under six foot tall, and I was a lot bigger than a lot of my friends when I was growing up. Mm. And I was able to hit the ball quite well and I yep. had pretty good hand eye coordination. So, um, as most Kiwis do, they jump in and have a go just because. Yep. Um, but my dad had a, my dad had some friends that were involved in long drive before I even started. True. So uh, he was like, "Oh, you know, they're in long drive," but never thought anything of it yep. until my mom came across a flyer and um she signed me up to one of the local qualifiers and i think i'm pretty certain that one was how the first one was held at halwick um wow. was that in going 2006
0: was that going like back down the driveway and up the hill yes yeah yeah, yeah. off yes. off it used to be the first tee but it's now our 10th tee yes yeah
2: yes um over the gallier eh? up onto yep. they've got they had a mm-hmm. Uh, a gravel road that yeah, yeah down yeah. the hill yeah 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 so our first <laughs> qualifier was at Halwick. and uh the second one the second local qualifier to have another hit was at formosa funny that oh hey. true hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. so um that's kind of how i got into it and um i went to the national championships which was done at chateau Tongarero. yep and um, I won the New Zealand Championships and I I think I had a New Zealand record of 289.7, I think it was. It was in the newspaper. Yep. And um, the guy who was running the show at the time, Greg Howard, was like, look, you know, we've got world championships coming up. Obviously, you know, um, the winner of the Open division, I pay for. Airfare, yep. entry, and stuff like that. But I think it'll be a good experience for you to go over and have a look. Yeah, you might come top ten, top fifteen if you're lucky. Yep. but it'll be a great experience, experience. nonetheless. Why don't you come out and try it. Yeah. But, Choice, you know. And first thing, my dad was like, "No, <laughs> 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 we're not going." <laughs> and uh thankfully, my mom was like, "Look, I did some research." And she's hitting these numbers in meters, what these girls are hitting in, in yards. yards. And that's yeah. further. So she might have a good chance. And my dad was like, nah, nah. My mom was like, look, we're going with or without you. So uh, we got up to the, we, I guess, got to the decision of getting ready. And, um, you know, my dad had played golf with Davinola at the time. Uh, played with Davinola a few times actually yeah. at Chamberlain, just by accident, really. And, um, my dad called him and said, Hey, look, my girl's getting ready. You know, do you have any, uh, do you have any time to come and just give her a hand a little bit? Yeah. And Dev was awesome. He was so good. Um, you know, he got me in touch with some manufacturers that he was kind of in contact with at that time. And, um, you know, he, he got to preparing me for, 2006 world long drive championships and we'll go to the range on like some of the busiest nights Yeah, and we'll hit balls and we'll work on a few things, get a little bit more speed. When my clubs turned up, we had them put together, um, by James Colligan, I think. Oh yeah. And, um, (laughs) yeah. So, and so we got ourselves ready, but you know, there were some nights at the driving range where Dev would stop the whole driving range. And he'll pull everybody off on one side and say hey look just letting you know like this girl's getting ready for world championships yeah, she needs a bit of a crowd so would you mind coming in <laughs> to watch her hit like two sets of six golf balls at a time and at the time i had no idea what yeah. he was doing i was like this is so embarrassing, embarrassing. What do you yeah. do? but he prepared me really well for Great. the O Six worlds yeah. when wow. i got there he had told me like when you get there because he was there too but um so when you get there, there's a guy called Jason Zubak. I want you to take your bag, grab your tees, and tee it up right next to him on the driving range when we get to Casablanca. And I was like, really? Yeah. And he was like, yep. Go there, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I yeah. had no idea who Jason was at the time. What was awesome, though, was after I won my first world championship in 2006, in 2006. Jason oh. came up to me and asked me for my autograph. Man. So I am a world champion. So... Yeah, that was pretty awesome.
0: How good Um, is that? What a story. Yeah. That's an awesome story, man. Thanks for sharing because
1: that shed so much light on your journey to achieve. i just lucky
2: I started off, like, really well. Yeah. Um, You know, I got to taste what it was like to be a winner really early. Um, I think mentally I was prepared because of all the other sport that I played. Yep. They all transferred and... Um, Helped me, you know, get to being able to hit the ball well
0: and yeah.
1: do it under pressure.
0: Mean. Which was
1: awesome. Did you, did, did you find it much? Did you find it really difficult to like play an individual sport, like totally just just be you out there, or did you find it quite easy to transition into? Uh, this is just oh, what I
2: I had. I don't have like that killer instinct to like. Oh. You know, I've got to hit it better or I've got to get better at this. It's kind of yeah, I don't have killer instincts. So Mm. um, when I won, I won. But when I came second, you know, in 07 and 08, it was kind of like, well, this doesn't feel good, but I don't know why. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to the process. Yeah, And, you know, you can talk about being process focused all the time. But if you don't know where your process leads to, then, you know, you don't know how to break it down and get it better. Yeah. so um yeah maybe naive young in the mind yeah um mm. and not being able to put two and two together that's probably why i didn't win in oh seven and 08 yeah. even though i had the longest balls in the competition yeah. so yeah
1: yeah
0: no what i got out of that though is that it all started at howick so that's great um but there was a big gap, right, between you winning your first and your second. So, what 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 happened in between that ten years? Did you did you fall into um, something else, or does yeah, what happened there?
2: There was a bit of controversy after the two after the two thousand and eight World Championships. Mm. The lady who I lost to, um, you know, is is she's post op transgender. Mm. And, uh, you know, I mean, she ha- she won at fair and square, but, mm. you know, ultimately that was mine to lose. Yeah. And so with that controversy came a whole bunch of other criticism uh, on the sport, um, a lot of uncharted borders that we had gone through at that particular yep. time. You know, if we, if we fast forward to where we are today, like the conversation's still going, but yeah. we haven't gotten any better in no. it.
3: Yep. Yeah.
2: Um, yep. but you know, that started it for long drive. So that created a bit of controversy and really ultimately like what I wanted to do and what my dad really wanted me to do was play golf on the tour. You know, man, if you can hit it this far, you can play the course mm. way easier. It'll yep. be a lot easier for you. But again, no killer instinct. So yep. grasping the game for me at yep. that time, I was, I just, it didn't sink in. Mm. So I went out and played on tour. Um, I earned my card to play on the Aussie Ladies. Yep, it, it is a membership. It's a members' tour. Yep, um, and you know, I I just fought for ten years to try and play tour golf.
3: Mm.
2: Practiced, trained, worked with some awesome coaches. Uh, worked with some not so awesome coaches. Uh, worked with trainers. Um, yeah, it was just. I guess on the hamster wheel going round and round Mm. and um, in 2014 2014, uh, my dad was diagnosed with cancer and i was still in between then, you know, in between going away and coming Mm. back and I was still working uh, at aviation at that time. So yeah, my dad got cancer and three and a half months later, we, he, he died, he passed away in 2015 in february and so i was like what am i gonna do like the game's not the same without him yeah uh don't really want to play anymore i'm grieving yeah my nan Mm. lost her son yeah my aunties and uncles lost their eldest brother Yeah. my mum lost her husband you know my cousins lost their uncle So I decided to stay home and work and, um, at that time too, you know, my boss at aviation was retiring and, um, you know, I put my hand up for the golf manager's job, which the board had put on the interim said yes. Mm. And, um, you know, within a couple of months, the board gave me the job and I went back to university to study. So in the 10 years, like I just went on the grind and tried my best to, you know, catch something, hopefully something Mm. stuck um and it just wasn't meant to be at that time so it was okay but in the scheme of things if i look at like lydia cole or something you know really my golfing career was probably a failure um there are lots of things like lots of good things that you can take out of it and stuff like that but ultimately if you think about yourself as a business being a professional you know if you're out if your expenses outweigh your income you're in a losing battle yeah. And, um, you know, that's basically what I was. And uh, I was lucky, man, just really lucky to have awesome parents yeah. that supported me the whole way. My dad was like, look, man, man. If you, you don't have to work another day. Yeah, If you can get this and hopefully something mm. sticks, you know, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. You just go out yeah. and play and make your money. Um, it's not for everybody, and that's yeah. okay. I've come to peace with it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I went back to study and... Um, once I graduated in twenty sixteen at AET, um it was time for my mum and I to go back out on holiday or have a bit of a break. Yep. And we went back to the 2016 World
0: War <laughs> <of drug> Camp <laughs> <laughs> How about that eh? Yeah. <laughs> just a holiday. Just a holiday.
2: <laughs> oh man. Well let's just go see. Yeah. My mum was like, hey, oh, you haven't even had balls. It's like, well, like I've got six it. weeks to figure it out. Um, the one thing that I did do though, uh, when I stopped playing was I kept fit, went to the gym, Mm. stayed with my trainer, um, and just kept fit. I was like, look, if working is important because I need to be home, Mm. uh, staying fit is also important, um, for the just in case. But it was like, if I choose to go back to golf, one thing that I'm not going to have to worry about is a physical aspect. If I stay fit, Good um, we, and we did not plan on going back to world championships, you know, but, um, I was ready physically. Yeah. And all I had to do was just get some speed and find some drivers that were suitable. Um, and yeah, I did. I was able to find a bit of speed on Mondays at the Grange. Um, <laughs> nobody, nobody's at the Grange on Monday. <laughs> so I was able to work in the pro shop and hit in Jacques Bay. Yeah. Out the back, you know, what else like I did.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: And um, yeah, I just started grinding away for six weeks and got myself ready for sixteen world champs and.
0: Got yourself ready for winning yeah, sixteen champs. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 my mentality was different. Eh, <clears throat> at the time it was like at in '06, you know, I was the person to beat. Yeah. This time here it was like, well, let's make them work for their money.
3: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, give yourself a good chance, but if, if you're gonna lose, you lose because they're better. Yeah. Not yeah. because, you know, you hit you hit a bad set.
0: Yeah. Going going yeah. back yeah. ten years, oh no, what'd it be eight years? Would it be eight year gap?
2: It was a ten year oh yeah, it was an eight year gap. About eight year,
0: yeah, yeah. About an eight champion. year gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, going back eight years later, was there any sort of um who was she or did everyone still know who you were as that that young kid that came and dominated in 06 like what was the vibe with you going back eight years later
2: um so all of the old hitters that were still in the squad, yeah they remembered me Bang. um and i kind of kept in touch a little bit with yep. some of the guys here and there yep but um yeah yeah a lot of it was who was she who's that yeah um and one of my friends Lisa of Loosework, Lisa Longball. Oh, yeah, yeah, awesome. up in Canada. Canadian. Yeah, yes. yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Yep, she's super awesome. So when I first met her in 06, she was 6 months pregnant. Damn. <laughs> and she was swinging around her boy. Her boy is wow, now how old? What's that? He's what, 15? Oh, he's 16. He turns 16 next month. Damn. Or at the end of this month. So you know, um, I've known her for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And then in the play I guess in the players meeting a lot of the girls are like, who's that? <laughs> who's that? Who's that? <laughs> and um I caught up with Lisa after after finals yeah. in the casino and she was like, There were so many people and she says it's it's like that she's called it disrespect. But I think <clears> it's <throat> lack of knowledge, right? Yeah. So she mm. says, you know, these people, like, they Googled you and they it, it said nothing about you. You know, they don't know who you are. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. And Lisa just turned yeah. to the girls and was like, look, Phyllis Metti is one of the longest female hitters I've ever seen. She's like, I've competed with her before. She's a great person. You know, you'll be surprised at what happens this week. And yeah. um, funny that in my first set against Lisa. Yeah. I lost <laughs> and uh, I hit the. Like, I think I hit the shortest distance in the set in the group of, of four of us. And I walked through the gate. I th- walked through the tunnel. I was saying to my mom, like, are we even supposed to be here?
0: Yeah, yeah. What like, are we doing here? If I can't, <laughs> if
2: I can't win in this set and you know, with all due respect, Lisa is a good friend of yeah. mine. Like if I can't beat Lisa, then yeah. what the hell am I up to? You mm. know, with 10, this is 10 years down the track. Yeah. So, um, yeah i got a rude awakening and i you know had to had to suck it up for the rest of the rounds but um yeah it, it was a lot of like oh, i don't know her Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah she doesn't even feature it doesn't matter yeah yeah there's no hype around her
3: yeah,
0: nah. yeah. i started hey, following dad. um <clears throat> i started following lisa on instagram because she used to be sponsored by nike that's right yeah that's how i yeah that's the reason I know Lisa is because I was like, yo, you do long, long drive and you're sponsored by Nike, you have all these gears, you're amazing. Mm. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. man. How much had had long drive evolved
1: from your first world champs to the 2016? Like had it evolved as much as what we see now with the product and um, especially the product, but ultimately how much had it changed? like once you turned Um,
2: up if i for what i know now
1: Mm.
2: when i went back to world champs in 2016 it hadn't changed because in 2008 2006 to 2008 um and even before then it was run by art selinger and the major sponsor was Remax, and so um they had awesome sponsors they had awesome pro-ams and stuff like that um in 06 07 and 08 it was huge and it was kind of like walking through a pga tour event where you've got the stands you've got the tunnel you've got um you know all of the staff are all in uniform it was really really cool so 2016 was a year that golf channel had taken over they had bought the world's rights from yep. Art Selinger and um, Selinger's Power Golf, I think the name of his company is. Um, and so it really hadn't changed. But what I've learned over the last couple of years is that it went through a down phase and then it got sold and then it was on its way back up. Yep. And further up, you know, the 17, 18, 19 years. Um, all the seasons of 17, 18 and 19, it became a lot better still professional, but we had like a TV component to all of our events. Yep. So with the TV component, it gave all of us hitters an opportunity to capitalize on our exposure. Yep. Oh, so yeah. it was far better than what it was in probably 09, 10 and yep. onwards right up yeah. until recently. Um, uh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but and that with with um Golf Channel coming on board, um, you got to you got some publicity opportunities to to go on Golf Channel, right? You were on with I can't remember the Pommy Dude uh, Martin.
2: Yeah, Martin Wall. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, school of Golf.
0: Yep. <clears> with Blair yep. and Martin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? Like, was that a, a completely different experience for you as well? Like, was that completely brand new, or, or have you done TV experiences before?
2: Um, up until 16 worlds, 17 worlds, that was the first time I'd done like TV, TV Yeah. and, um, like for golf channel, cause they have to run a network, right? Mm. Uh, NBC universal, sorry. Cause they have to run a network, you know, golf channel is just one of their many channels that they have. Yeah. And, um, the cool thing about long drive, you know, in 17, 18 and 19, and even now is that it gave golf channel content. Yeah. So with the content, too, then it gave us hitters an opportunity like, okay, so we're one of the hitters. Um, if I win, you know, is there a chance that I can get on to, like, morning drive, yep. have a chat with Damon Hack, um, do some hitting or do some interviewing? Um, mm-hmm. And then I got, you know, offered an opportunity to do School of Golf with Martin Hall yep. and Blair O'Neill. And then I oh, also wow. got to do um, one of the like an opening long drive event at the Portland classic in 2019, okay. which was also like the week of world championships. So, um, the week of worlds I flew to Portland did a, like not even a day. I wasn't even there a whole day. I was there in the afternoon, stayed overnight, uh, there in the afternoon did the long drive event with Angel Wien and, um, and Van Dam who mm. were the two longest hitters on the tour. Mm. And then I had to go back to worlds the next morning, <laughs> I had to fly back to Oklahoma or Dallas the next morning to get ready for worlds. So um, yeah, it, when the opportunity comes, because there are so many people that want to be on TV, yeah. right? When the opportunity mm. comes, or sometimes you have to kick your foot through the door yep. to make, make yep. an opportunity, um, then yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's good fun conversations yeah. around the golf swing. There are so many different things, mm. you know, different methods, different ways, different Theories. teachings. But at the end of the yep. day, the ball doesn't move yep. and you still need to make contact, right? Yep. So um, yep. I love having those kinds of conversations, especially with someone like Martin who's been around for ages. He's yep. got heaps of experience, you know, even just to pick his mind and have a give him a glimpse of, like, my interpretation of why I swing the club yep. the way I do.
0: Yeah, his it's, yeah, it's the way awesome. he explains his methods is just so easy and – it's just easy to take in, they're, and kind of a relatable way. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love, they watching them. Be, eh? yeah. i yeah, have
1: to be. Yeah,
2: hundred percent. Otherwise, people turn you yep. off.
0: Yeah, yep. no, nah, yep. exactly. No, nah, and, and and that point that you brought up about, um, uh, golf channel and long drive giving them content, like it was all over the place. Like you had Jamie Sidlowski you know, busting their projector. You know you had yourself yeah. on there that's mm. on, like all of that stuff's on youtube but what's happened do you know what's happened with because at the moment it's just live stream on um on youtube well that's that's what i've been watching lately anyway
2: COVID happened <coughs> covid happened yeah. like so the amount a- of manpower it yep. takes for um you know for the crew to be at a at an event mm. Um, and then no crowds allowed. I mean, there are lots of ways in hindsight, obviously, yep. there are lots of ways that we could have done it better. We could have done it differently and stuff like that. But, um, you know, Golf Channel moved from Orlando to Connecticut. Um, yeah. Hitters weren't, I mean, it was really dangerous. Like on a political on a political standpoint, you know, it was really mm. difficult to have events and tournaments where some of your best hitters were international. So like for us girls in the top four, okay. There's myself, there's Chloe Garner from South Africa. There's Alexis Boston. She's local. She's American, yep. um, but also Sandra Carlborg, five-time world champion, yep. six-time world champion, right? From Sweden. And um, so from my standpoint, because we had a bit of a players board yeah i was like, or a committee i was like how can you have like a world event or how can you secure our safety yeah. in the time in times of uncertainty yeah. mm. um if you're just going to keep running events and hoping that more girls keep signing up what you should do is have kind of like what they did on the pga tour you have your top players yeah. playing in these events and that's it now, if you Monday qualify and stuff like that, you've got to go through the process of mm. negative COVID tests, um, making sure that you are quarantine, so on and so forth. And then, um, you know, then compete yep. and have, you know, your staff and stuff like that up there. So it's hard. And we were traveling to different different venues. We weren't hitting at the same place. You yep. know, we we're all over the show, yeah, yeah. all over the country. So collecting the crew and you know putting cameras up and all that stuff it takes a lot of work so yep. in terms of long drive content it just wasn't financially feasible unless we had massive yeah, massive
0: yeah. sponsors. yeah um mm. just just looking at our time um I've just got one last question in regards to long drive um what what's your thoughts on Bryson um coming into into the sport and 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 what he brings to it
2: It was actually really cool to watch um the long drive um the long drive event in mesquite yep just in the weekend mm. um it's kind of the first time where i've actually had the opportunity to turn it on the tv screen and yep. watch it live um yeah first time actually probably ever um which is a nice it's for me it's a it's a nice thing to be able to say yeah usually i'm in front of the camera yeah, so, yeah uh you know that's cool i think what he did especially for the man is he connected like fast swingers of the golf club and elite golfers yeah. to the sport of long drive. Yeah. Now, I mean, our long drivers know about that. You know, yeah. we've got Rick Barry who used to play in the NBA. He's like a two time senior champion. Mm. We've got, um, you know, Justin James played professional baseball and yeah. I think in the minor leagues, yeah. Tim Burke played major league. Um you know, we've got lots of athletes that have transferred over yep. to long drive um, and they're extreme athletes yep. and not saying that Bryson mm. isn't, yeah, because yeah, Bryson yeah. Is. Yep. he's an extreme golfer, yep. but what he's done is he's said, look, if you can swing it quick, come try. Yeah. Yeah. You got to come try this.
3: And yep. hopefully,
2: you know, with in New Zealand, if we can get, you know, like New Zealand long drive and New Zealand long blacks and IGANS and stuff like that, mm. organizing events down here so that it gives more of our quicker yep. um, club head speed swingers yep. um, on the tee box to try. And maybe we'll have more Devon more Baden YYs, mm. more Phyllis coming yep. through, mm. rather than, you know, just having kind of one offs. Cause there are quite a few of us long drivers that yep. were actually well known in, around the world for long drive. Um, hopefully we can create more depth and do the same thing. Be it also, you know, the longest hitters at the moment are your your biggest money owners. Yeah. On the tour. Yeah. So it's no yeah, longer about crazy. being able to play shots yeah. like off the tee. It's mm. now being able to cut the corner so that you've got yeah. wedge into a par five yeah. rather than you know I don't long iron
0: three wood potentially
2: three wood yeah. potentially yeah five wood
1: yeah. So yeah. have you like like sort of moved away from that and and sort of going to maybe um, like the traineeship and playing 18 holes, do you still stand up there and, and apply that same sort of like, just hit it long and straight. And how much has your gear changed from long drive to 18 holes? Cause I'm pretty sure Ooh, everyone yeah. out there wants to know, man, like,
2: I, so my driver is something that you can buy off the shelf, right? It's not yep. anything that you can't find. Yep. It's yep. literally online for 329 us dollars. Right. Um, so my equipment hasn't really changed that much. Yeah. I still use a driver that you can buy from the shop. Yep. Um I do have my own kind of shaft. It's a Japanese shaft. So I've got, sponsor, you know, my Japanese mm. shaft sponsor Tourage Golf. Yep. Um are awesome clubs. One of the best uh well-known fairways and hybrids yep. company. I've um, had a little bit to do with on the with some of the You'll stuff that, that you use. use to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at um and so, you know, my clubs haven't really changed. I always get up on the tee to rip it, yep. Yep. always. Yep. Um, that's just me and my game. Yep. And I think yep. that, for me, it's the most exciting part of the game. Like, yep. I love making parts, but I really love Bombing Driver down past my yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't always happen, but, yeah, yeah. you know, um, when it does happen, it's good fun. And, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy being able to put a good drive. That's yeah. a good second shot with a good yeah. putt together. Still, you know, that, yeah. that excites me still. So it means I still love the game, uh, the game of golf. I'm mm. grateful that I get to, um, utilize long drive in the game of golf. Still, it's nothing yeah. too different, but I do know that there are some guys that play on the tour. I mean, your Kyle's I know Maurice Allen yeah. uses like really low lofts, yeah. even with shorter clubs. Damn. Um, they still use, you know, four three. Wow. Uh, sometimes two degrees on wow. the golf course.
1: Wow.
2: Yep. Yeah. Which is hard. It's hard to hit those. Yeah. It's hard to hit them once, you know, let alone yeah, yeah. but on the golf course with accuracy, that's hard. Yeah. Why make it hard for yourself? And yeah. This is the whole company thing, right? Why make it hard for yourself when you've got equipment and resources to make it easier? Yeah speaking of lisa right we're in the bathrooms at one of um our events uh in mesquite actually and this lady in the crowd comes and she's using the bathroom too and she's like look you ladies are awesome you know like what kind of clubs Mm -hmm. do you use and lisa's all but like five foot one five foot two she's lucky and she says well looking up she goes well I don't know about you Phyllis and you know I'm like way up there she's way down here she says I don't know about you but you know my drivers are extra 48 inches five degrees what about you Phyllis what do you use and I said well I use uh, a 10.5 degree driver with a uh, regular flex <laughs> right. and 46 and three quarters <laughs> You know, so it's slightly longer than normal, but, yeah. you know, I like being able to hit a driver that I don't have to swing up on that yeah. hard. And that's the thing. Yeah. Most of these girls, like, fastest swing, faster swinging mm. um, hitter on the woman's tour, yeah, right, using a soft shaft yeah. plus more off. versus a lot of the girls. They're trying to get the crap underneath, you know, the ball so yeah. they can okay. launch it up there, and they're using five-degree drivers. Man. Girl. Pull out something that's got yeah. nine degrees. You don't have to work that hard. Yeah. Just swing yeah. with it. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh so no that, way! Yeah. Actually, that was a, that was really interesting insight. That y- you know, you're applying the tool to the trade where everybody else is trying to do the opposite. Mm. Right. That's that's so. That's such a good insight. Well, now Crazy. look at what
2: but Carl Berkshire uses, right. Oh. It's like he's almost using a uh, like a fire hose so soft soft but he gets his swing dynamics are so solid um so he's able to he's able to swing it in a manner that he can repeat and he can make Mm. use of you know the load on the shaft yeah when you load the shaft then it works for you you can get more distance and that's how you become more efficient i
0: mean all right um we're we're at 50 minutes um, and I just want to touch on this on this one thing. Um, your Queen's birthday honours. Was this a, a surprise?
2: It was to me. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it was to me. Yeah. Um, so I got nominated by On Ford from IGANS, yep. International Golf Associates mm-hmm. New Zealand. Now... I mean, there's lots of things going out about IANs and stuff like that, but the, the fact of the matter is she bought Long Drive back to New Zealand, New Zealand. and she bought international hitters over here mm. as a spectacle, made it professional again. Um, she put up, you know, one of the most expensive purses in an event ever mm. in the, the whole history of Long Drive. Um, and really, like, she's the one that deserves, like, a Queen's medal really for bringing Mm. the sport back. The cool thing is I, so she nominated me and I, from all my research, um, 16 other people put petition letters in there for me, uh, to receive this honor. And it is an honor. Uh, when I received it, when I found out about it, when I received it, I didn't really know what it meant. Yep. Um, but you know, those last four letters uh, they go at the end of my name for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know that just kind of forces it drives me to want to do more for our sport Like Man. i feel like i'm only scratching yeah. the the top Man,
0: of it so good and
2: if we can inspire more of our kids more adults to get their kids yep. involved in the game yeah. whether it's golf whether it's long drive anything yep. to do with swinging the golf club right and all of the health benefits that we get from yep. playing the game fresh air active um you know, all of the cool things that we get out of mm. it, the benefits of the game far outweigh the crap that goes on, you yeah. know, from behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, you know, if we can keep shining the light on those benefits, then we could get to grow the game. Yeah. We get to be more self sufficient again. Um, you know, and we keep we keep our players and we keep getting more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well you sort of answered my next question. <laughs> Your goals for the game. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my goals for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like There's why? No yeah, no, why? Why, why are you doing what you're doing?
0: Why are you doing what you're doing? You've pretty much just answered it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, hey. look, yeah.
2: I mean, I think as uh, Polynesian, mm. Maori Polynesian, right? Yeah. Maori and Polynesian. As a Polynesian, we want to. We tend to have. Um, the gene to look after each other Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know we we work together to make things better yeah and if i was to be frank and critical about new zealand golf right now we haven't really had the opportunity to foster that yeah where we can look after each other Mm -hmm. and create more growth and create inspiration and look after our own yep um
0: 100 we,
2: we just we just haven't done it and whether it's a generational thing, yep. um, you know, the people before us that came in, like we we accept mm-hmm. and we, um, mm. we are grateful for them bringing us in, mm. but it's time for us kind of to pull the reins in and yep. say, hey, look, this is how we can do it better and go in a different direction so you know for for me it's just being able to open up pathways i know that we've had lots of conversations you know behind the scenes for us yep um on what we want to achieve but yeah it is for me to create more pathways and i know for you guys it's creating access yep which is why you're where you are yep um and hopefully you know with access comes pathways and pathways leads to different pathways and more directions and more growth
0: more more avenues more avenues for our people to take yeah go wherever they want with the game <clears throat> because there's so yeah, many yeah. other and, pathways that well gates that open up for you within the world of golf so yeah just give them that is, option
2: it, 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 and to feel okay yeah with that yep. yes yeah feel feeling okay and feeling yep. uh like they've got some support you know i far out there are so many things that you do kind of you kind of forge ahead and then you look back and say, Oh, come forward ahead mm-hmm. again. Come. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, it's been hard. It, my journey has been a little bit difficult. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky to come across the people that did, but it's been difficult because it's uncharted.
3: Yeah.
1: Totally. Well, that's the big thing here. And I think, um, y- y- you know, golf is um, very privileged and, um, to have somebody like you, um, share not only, I guess, your brand but all the knowledge um and passion that that y- you're going to provide the game I-, I think it's really exciting and it's yep. without getting too deep like it's it, it is a real privilege to have you here in our space because um i think you you i don't think you realize just how much of influence but yeah um uh, you know more of you w- would be such a blessing for the game so um i'm, I'm really Hard excited up. to see see where we can go, yep. you, you know, and, and, and certainly, you know, support you as much as much as we can. Cause I, I think it's, um, it's, it's super exciting.
0: Yep. 100%. So, yeah.
2: Thank you. No, no it's, God. it's fun. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's, um, it, it is fun. It is hard, but you know, this is a cool thing about having you guys, you know, coming through the traineeship.
0: Yep. Hopefully, hopefully,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. hopefully, um, <laughs> And, you know, have more for us yep. to do the the traineeship again and, mm. yeah, no no. But yeah, hopefully that's that's gonna create more growth.
0: Sweet. All right, I wanna end this on, on one last question, sis. Um we have a couple of mutual friends. Um we have Steve, there's Callum. Um who's longer? I'm gonna eliminate Callum. <laughs> I'm gonna eliminate Callum right now because I can, I can I can get him. He's all good. <laughs> Yeah. You and Steve. Do we really
2: have to answer that? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, between, me and Steve. between you and Steve, who is longer?
2: Uh, it's pretty even, but he's pretty strong. Um, Wait, what? Oh, I think.
0: No need I to be nice. I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I wanted oh, yeah. to hear. <laughs> nothing going.
1: There's nothing wrong going down to a world champ. No man, man. <laughs> nothing wrong at all.
0: Nah, the broken, the, the broken smacker ball though. The broken smacker ball. <laughs> yeah. He is definitely long, but I, I just it. wanted to hear you say it. But, yeah, <laughs> but oh, so can you. Really and good, but
2: we get yeah. each other. Like, yeah. it, it, there's, it's always even Stephen, really, between the two of us. Right. It's hard to say who's longer than who. I think right. I swing it faster than him. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes.
3: Oh, oh. You've got to own that. Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: hey, actually, just, just real quickly before we do um, start to wrap up, um, what, what's in your bag? Like, can we just have a bit of an insight as to... You, you know from pretty much driver to a just just a, a, a debrief on what's actually in your bag
2: Oh, yeah, um, I, yeah. so currently i have the so uh, it's tourage on my sponsors
1: yes
2: um, i have currently i have the the um, exotics c23 c723 or 3 uh 321 driver i think in my bag um, it sits at seven and a half degrees. Um, I have a two iron, I've got a two iron and a three iron and high, like driving iron style. Yep. Um, both by tourist. So some of the, I think they're the CW, CBX, um, iron woods. Yeah. And then I've got the uh, CBX irons over here in New Zealand. I've got the CBX irons. Um, in America, I've got the EXS blades. Wow. Um, The um, shafts that I carry are the Project X LZs. Over here, I've got 5.5s in America. They're 6.0s in graphite, which is good fun, really good (laughs) fun. Um, And then my wedges at the moment. In New Zealand, my wedges, I've got uh, Cleveland zip core wedges. They're pretty cool they're all in low bounce. So low, low bounce for my sandwich and my log wedge. Yep. People don't understand how important <laughs> bounces. <is>. Yep. <laughs> um, we should, no one in New Zealand should have, or no one in Auckland, especially should have any business running bounce on their wedges, anything higher than 10 degrees period. Um, we just don't have the, we don't have the surface for it. Yep. Um, and I have a Scotty Cameron dual balance putter nice studio jaw balance
1: Potter, uh, yeah yeah mean. but a shout out to tour
2: i like
0: it and you play a volvic ball i do yep
2: i do i play the volvic s4 yeah yeah yep. green color Sweet.
1: green that, eh? <laughs>
2: nice so, you can see it far better than the yellow the orange and the pink so yeah the green ball
0: No mint sweet um nice. thanks for yeah, sharing yeah. That. thanks for sharing that is there anything else that you wanted to kind of wrap up on phyllis
2: um no not really no. just a shout out to you guys man thanks for sharing uh the industry no me
0: and no, uh thank you you
2: know what this you, is how much we love it is, yeah <laughs> yeah and how much you guys are wanting you know, wanting to get involved and get your feet wet, basically, yeah. you know, yeah. with the industry, not just like from a podcast perspective, yeah. but within the industry as a facilitator and, you know, what you guys do for a day job, it's awesome. No.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank yeah.
2: you. We'll may it continue.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, um, I look forward to when we can all kind of get out and mix up and actually sit down together face to face and go over a few things um, to help. Progress everything that you kind of talked about. So, um, Phyllis Mitty thank you very much for joining us on Caddy Batch. And um, we'll catch you real soon, sis. We'll catch you real soon.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you, guys.
0: Appreciate yeah. you, too. Thank you so much. Bro. Woo. Awesome chat. Those stories, yep. I didn't want to say it, but um, I got chicken skin, bro.
1: Same, like- bro. Same, and that's why I had to venture out into that. Let's take it deep space. Yeah, yeah. Super grateful um, and a privilege, bro, to have um, Phyllis join us. Yeah. Um, Hard. And, and share, you, you know, some, some goals. Um, I mean, it's one thing to be passionate about mm. something, but it's, a, it's another to go out there and chase it. So um, massively inspired. Um, yeah, and just grateful that she gave us um, her time today, bro. Yeah.
0: It was awesome. No, nah, um it awesome. yeah it's a privilege to be um in one of the, those circles with her so that we can like yep. we talked about um progress and open up pathways for our people within the game so that they can choose their own destinies whether it be higher education 100%. professional sport yep. or um there's just so many avenues look where we are yeah you know so well that's the thing yeah absolutely and um and like i touched on
1: you, you know the game um you know, New Zealand PGA mm. is, um, you know, in a really healthy space having um, Phyllis on board. Yep. So I'm super stoked, no. bro. Like, it, it just gives us more point and purpose yep. to, you know, why we love the game Yeah, um, and why we want to share it.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's so exciting. Yep. And we'll, we'll, the... we'll yeah, we'll, we'll share more next week. I haven't got a guest lined up yet. I think you may have someone. Yes. There's a couple. couple? I'm yep.
1: probably more more excited about, um, well, I'm equally excited about our next guest, but, man, how would the four ball be with Phyllis and Steve, bro, to to watch that go down off the tee? <laughs> I'd find that quite
0: entertaining, actually.
1: <laughs> so I just had to put that in there, but I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that.
0: I can't wait for him to hear the say
1: <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, I'm oh. psyched on it, then, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just some good promo there bro Nah, definitely, definitely
0: <laughs> um, Sweet, I think that's us bro We'll um, nah. we'll catch everyone who's listening on Spotify And any, anyone who's watching us on Facebook or YouTube uh, We'll catch you next time Hopefully there is some um, non-bubble golf, golf going on um, And if you can, um, happy golfing Thanks for tuning in I can't say no, I always gotta go playing house. to ain't a home with my soul on the road.